Reading the Bible Together podcast. I'm your host, Angela Smith, and today we are talking about Acts chapter 12. My guest today is brand manager and listener engagement manager, Carissa Rogers. Welcome, Carissa. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, we had such a good time talking back when you joined me for Luke, so I'm looking forward to our conversation today. I am too. God's word is alive and active, so I'm I'm just encouraged to know that he has something new for us today. Yeah. Well, and I just, you know, for those of you listening, I just had to, we had, we had to stop ourselves and hit record because as what has been happening with a lot of episodes, we just start chatting a little bit and it's like, wait, 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 <laughs> we need to get this recorded. Hang on a second. Yes. <laughs> Every time we come in a studio, it should, the mic should be on. Right. We, yeah. <laughs> okay. So chapter 12, what stuck up to you in this chapter? I think the escape from prison, I mean, clearly, as you read through this chapter, you see that they put in place an impossible situation, a man-made impossible situation with extra guards, the security of containing or detaining. And he was Christ- even chained to other guards, like in between yeah. them. Yes. And so they created this, this man-made impossible situation but God, and you know our God, is powerful enough to <laughs> to take his followers out of those situations. And so that really just stood out to me right away is, you know, you you read it and you can visualize the picture of it happening and you're just rooting along the way and you're praying that that Peter can can come to the awareness to know that, <laughs> okay, here it comes. This is actually happening. Wake up. Um, and think- then... That was one of my favorite things is that Peter didn't even realize it was true. Like right. he was even surprised by it. Like he thought it, maybe he thought it was a dream or something, but he's just going through all of this. And then he's like, oh, I'm, he finally came to his senses. It's really true. He said, the Lord has sent his angel and saved me from Herod and from the Jewish leaders who had planned to do this to me. Yes. And it's, it's, it goes on to say that where he shows up to, was it Rhonda? Rhoda. Rhoda. Mm-hmm. And Rhoda was amazed, and the people that she was with, the other believers, were saying it must be his angel. That's not Peter. Right. And so the people that were praying for him to get out. Well, and what I love is that she doesn't even open the door. She hears his voice, and she's like, (gasps) and turns around and tells everyone, he's here. Peter's here. Yes. (laughs) It's it's incredible. It's really, it's, it's nice to know that, I mean, there's other believers that also you know, it takes time to to have it register so that we're not alone in that feeling of even if you're praying for something and you and it's it's happening right in front of you to to allow that allow the time for it to like really come alive to you and reveal that this is this is true for you and this is happening. Have you ever had an experience where you were praying for something and you are believing, you know, believing that God can do this thing and then when he answers the prayer in the way that you've asked him to answer it, felt surprised. I mean, have you ever had that happen? Yes. Uh, I I can't think of something off the top of my head. I can tell you, though, there's been times where I've prayed earnest, earnestly for something and it went in the other direction. Mm. So can we talk about that? Yeah, say a little bit more about that. Okay. So I was talking to my friend Megan last night, and she is a 30-year-old widow. She has four children, and her husband, which is our close friend, too, passed away suddenly of a heart attack in 2020. And 
I was just texting with her last night and, you know, we're still trying to wrap our minds around this. And when it initially happened, she had reached out to the prayer warriors. I'm talking almost, it, it was probably hundreds of people, if not thousands were praying for a miraculous healing to happen. And the next day he went home to be with Jesus. And so when you think about the reality that, yes, miracles still happen today. They do. I believe it with all my heart. Yes, I do. But when it doesn't look the way that we think it should, Mm -hmm. like how do we grapple with that? And I think the answer is twofold. I think it has to do with God's timing and his plans, his bigger, the bigger picture. And scripture clearly says that we, we don't have the bigger picture. Like we see dimly right now, Mm -hmm. but one day we will see it fully. And so that's, you know, we press into our faith as believers and we just have to trust that God has a bigger plan and that he will reveal it someday to us. That's I'm so glad that you said that, that you talked about that because I, I think you're right because of just living life and having lots of experiences like that where you're praying for one thing, especially like I prayed for my mom to be healed of cancer and she wasn't. Mm-hmm. You all prayed for him to be healed after his heart attack and he wasn't. And then what do you do with that? What do you do with that unanswered prayer and that loss and that grief compared to a God who is good? Yeah. And how do you reconcile those things? And for me, that took a long it took years yeah. to be able to reconcile that. Mm-hmm. And I think because of having experiences like that, that's why I end up being surprised when like, I prayed for something and the Lord answered it in exactly the way, you know, what I had prayed, prayed for. Yeah. And then he does it. And I'm like, I can't believe you did it. I mean, I know yeah. it's what I was asking <laughs> for, but. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And I so I, I wonder if it was like that for these people who were praying for Peter to be like, oh my gosh, you, you know, Lord, you did it. You, we were asking you for this. Yes. And And now it's here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it just increased their faith so much more. I mean, than it already was, Mm -hmm. you know, just to see that proof it's proof. Peter is proof when he shows up to the gate. Yeah. You know, that, that God still does answer prayer. Yes. You know, and well, and I think what you, you the point that you made too is that it's important to remember that sometimes the answer is no, yes, and sometimes it's a different it's a different answer. And we had a um, someone write in or call into the text line and asking for prayer, mm-hmm. and she was asking for healing for a surgery she had to have, and she said she hadn't been healed of it yet, and so she said, and I just thought this was so sweet and showed like her tender relationship with God. That it just wasn't. So I, she said, God didn't hasn't healed me yet. So I got. I guess it's just not His timing, which wow. I thought was a, really said a lot about her. Her view of God, yeah, and the trust, yes, the trust that she f- puts in Him, even if in the waiting mm-hmm. and the unanswered prayer, or what feels like unanswered prayer. Yeah, yeah, that silence can be deafening. Yeah, it feels like the Lord is silent. Yeah, to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then. So that's Peter and him escaping from prison. And then it kind of takes a shift and it talks about King Herod Agrippa and what happens to him. Oh, yes. (laughs) And it's a very graphic account of, you know, he's being praised. 
Then instantly an angel of the Lord struck Herod with sickness because he had accepted the people's worship instead of giving it back, giving the glory to God. So he was consumed with worms and died. That's really um, not vague. That's right. like, pretty specific. Like, why do you think, because in the question in the study guide is, why do you think Luke includes such a graphic account of Herod's death? I think it's just a picture of the reality of the wages of sin mm. and the wages of sin are death. And Herod was corrupt through and through, and he he accepted the praise for himself, himself and all the while is trying to gain popularity among the people. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was just a message that God needed to send at that time to the world that this is this is a part of my will, that the gospel message is going out and that my people are going to prevail. Mm. And so that's why I think the graphic account is included to just show that God is holding the reins, even when it appears that other people are in control at times. Yeah. What I saw here, and I, I think it was because uh, even like, I think it's back in chapter, at the end of chapter six, the people who betrayed Stephen, um, we had had a conversation about how it was, they were from the synagogue of freed slaves and how it seemed like they were trying to hold on to position and they were trying to hold on to power. And there was a lot of pride there that caused them to betray Stephen. Mm -hmm. And I felt like this encounter with Herod Agrippa was similar. It's like his pride. It's, you know, showing you like a outward expression of what's happening spiritually when we let pride get in there. That is so profound, Angie. That's yes. That the worms, that you that we are consumed from the inside and die. I think that was from the Lord because I had not thought about that beforehand until you were talking. <laughs> so that's seri- that's I'm going to think more about that. Wow, that's great. That's an a, a perfect picture to what's happening and what happens on the inside of us when we when we allow sin to invade mm-hmm. all areas. It's just manifests. Yeah, and just can eat. Oh, I mean, I mean, I think a lot of us could have a a time that we could think of where we let pride or bitterness Mm -hmm. or something just eat away at us from the inside and how that destroys. Yes. Yeah. Is it okay if I ask uh, you one question? Yeah, of course. (laughs) When we're talking about the angels and when they, they suddenly appear in other instances, they instantly appear. Those words really had stood out to me as I was reading this chapter. What do you take of that? Do you think that that is telling us anything as far as as they're going about their their lives and then suddenly suddenly instantly you see these descriptive words come up and it's just something that caused me to pause as I was reading and I was like yeah that's interesting because we see that um, back in the Gospel of Luke with the shepherds that suddenly a multitude of the angels appeared in the sky. And they appeared. I mean, I'm wondering, you know, because there's the kingdom of the world is coexisting with the kingdom of God. And so there's a there's the realm of the world and the realm of God. And so what it makes me think of is there's a spiritual realm always happening. And maybe the angels, this is just me 
this is just me, like, you asked me a question, so I'm on the fly. <laughs> Putting like, you on the spot. Yeah, well, and I'm answering it. I'm, I'm processing it out loud. That the angels were there, but suddenly Peter could see them. Wow. Yes. The angels were with sense. the shepherds. Suddenly they could see them. So it was like all of a sudden you can see what's, what has been happening not all that the along. angels weren't there and then they were there. The angels were there. Suddenly Peter can see them. Suddenly the shepherds can see them. That is that I think that's spot on. And if you ask a <laughs> a professor, I I would I would think that they would align with that belief. So thank you for for yeah. being put on the spot like that because I it just stood out to me and I just I appreciate you. Yeah, that's interesting. That visual. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the Holy Spirit. And, you know, before we started recording this podcast, we had asked for the Holy Spirit to come and to meet with us and, and to use us. So, And I think and he, he did. did. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you so much, Carissa, for making time to do this. Yes, thank you for having me. Well, thank you for joining us for Acts chapter 12. I hope you got as much out of this as Chris and I did. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. And we'll see you next time for Acts chapter 13. The Reading the Bible Together podcast is a production of Faith Radio and Northwestern Media. Hosted, produced, and edited by Angela Smith. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want to hear more, consider financially supporting Faith Radio. Find more information at MyFaithRadio.com.